Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Rick Hyde and him are part of the incredible collective of artists found by Benny the Butcher, known as Black Sobrano Family. With that, Ricky Hyde and him, welcome to the library with Tim Heineke. Thank you so much for being here, guys. What up, Tim, man? How you doing, man? Now I'm working quarter ticket. Put a quarter in my backies. Give a quarter to my bitches. Every since a quarter century, I've been raking up the digits. All these dollars out of quarters. I should give a course in vending. Bought the Razorbacks like Arkansas. Then Butcher taught me blending. Turn a four into a seven. Then you hit the black and kill it. That's how I fed my mama and three Thank you, man. Thanks for being up. So, I want to start with the label. Like, when you were, I guess, first connected or first approached by Benny, what was your, I guess, initial reactions and then kind of like, why did you guys make that decision? Like, all right, we're joining, we're joining this, we're doing this now. I felt like Zion Williamson, man. You know what I'm saying? It was just a blessing, an honor. Like I said, like I say in all the interviews, they know, they know the story. I've been with bro forever, man. I've been with bro for like 12, 13 plus years. And so for me to officially, I mean, I always represented what we stood for and represented our name. But for me to officially do it and for, for me and bro to be in business and to be thriving during the times, like it's a blessing. I'm, and I'm forever grateful to bro for that, for trusting me, trusting the vision and, and trusting and trusting us, trusting all, everybody that's on the label, really, for trusting all of us individually and letting us all get a, a little opportunity to shine. Rick, I was, you know, prior to the interview, I was kind of joking with you about how, like, uh, being from New York City and growing up a Washington fan, uh, knowing what I knew about Buffalo was that you guys lost four straight to the NFC East. Uh, <laughs> and, and you know, you think about hip hop, you think about where it's coming from. And obviously it's, you know, it's, it's, it's global now, but for, for Buffalo artists, how, how do you like, what's the drive to know that you, you guys could become this force that obviously the art, you know, this, this movement that's happening right now, that what's that drive that for both of you? Well, I mean, I seen it. I'm seeing it happen firsthand with with the with the big homies. You see, see Westside Gun thriving. This dude got a culinary. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you see Conway thriving. This dude got on a hundred thousand worth of jewelry. Big ass shit. It's changed crazy. Yeah, you know I mean, you see Benny thriving. Benny got like four cars, two houses. Like, and this all off rap music. Like, so. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm seeing it happen firsthand. Like, you know how you see infomercials and they got the people giving those testimonials you don't think is true, but they actually sound so good that they convincing you. But I'm, it's different because I'm I'm here. It's in first person. I'm actually seeing it come to fruition. And what about you, uh, Heem? Uh, me, honestly, like, man, um, 
I'm just, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, I'm, I'm really like, uh, I ain't gonna say I'm new to this shit, but like Rick Hyde said, he been, he been rolling a little longer than me, like, like hands on with the music. I was kind of like running around in neighborhoods still, you know, bro, kind of like my influence, like how he, how he influenced by, by Benny and West and Conway. I am too, but like, bro, just like Rick Hyde, Rick Hyde, give me that push. Like, nah, bro, listen, bro, we can do it like this. And I'd be like, ah, bro. And he, he just give me that, like, bro, be my influence. Like, you know what I mean? Shay too, like, rest in peace to Shay. Like, them were really my influences, even though, like, Benny, like, 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 crutched me in this shit. Like, you know what I mean? It really gave me that shoulder to lean on. Like, yo, little bro, I got you. Just as soon as this start doing that, you know what I mean? We're going to make moves. And, and, and now this shit is just all really coming to life. I still, like, like I said, I still be kind of amazed with this shit. Like, you know what I mean? The whole situation just make, really, like, making it, being on these major platforms, putting out these songs, getting all the good feedback, working with these producers. You know, it's just all a blessing, man. Nice. Uh, you know, the, the project, uh, Bang the Butcher and DJ Drama presents Gangsta Grills. Um you know, you, you guys are obviously working with like two two amazing, incredible artists uh, on this project. So when you when this was pitched or when you guys started doing this, what did you both expect? Um, I guess lyrically or musically out of uh, each a Betty and we never really knew. We never really knew what to expect. We just was enthused by the idea of it. Cause bro, like, yo, we gonna do a tape and we gonna get, we gonna do a gangster girl. So I'm like, nah, you can't, nah, bro, come on, bro, a gangster girls, bro. Nobody did a gangster girls in like 12 years, bro, 13 years. I'm like, bro, we ain't about to do a gang. He said, nah. He showed us the text messages from drama. Drama was with it 100. Mm-hmm. percent I'm like, I'm like, oh, we doing the gangster girls. And then uh, the first track we did was just over. And that was that was the beat from Don Cannon, and when Bro sent that to us, it was just like it, it, that. That was like the icing on the cake. Like, yo, it's really happening. Like, we really rapping over Don Cannon. <laughs> that was it. That really set the tone. And then we ended up finishing the tape. We actually finished the tape in like eight nine days, but it was we had to deal with the other politics and the legal side of it. And I know, and that took a little bit of time. And that's why that's why it came out when it did. But we we actually did the tape in like nice. eight nine days. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Probably a week. Yeah, probably a week. I'll give it eight. Nine uh, actual, uh, actual, well, actual recording. It was like really a good six days, seven days of recording. Then you know, rest. The rest right. was like the mixing and sending it off. Like like rest said, the hard work. So for you guys, was the writing process kind of like one of those things? You're just you hear the beat and you're in studio writing while and then recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's easy. That's the easiest part of it all. That's the easiest part of it all. Like we, once we. Once we yeah, that's the easiest part. Like people probably think I'm tired. You're in that studio. You're in that studio. And that music get to playing all loud like that. You rolling up. You rolling up that good rapper, rapper's <laughs> first choice. You just getting high and taking yourself there. It's drinks, it's ladies, it's what, right. whatever, whatever floats your boat. You know what I'm saying, and then you hear that beat, man. And, and you know the kind of music that we make is not. It's not. Um, it's not like the norm. If I if I should say, but but. Mm. It's good music, and all good music is a feeling. It's a vibe, and and once you hear those kind of beats that we rapping over, R. P. Shea, because Shea used to lace us with all the beats, like 
It's like, man, you hear that beat and it's infectious. It just get the flowing through your body, the baseline. They right, force right. you to rap almost. You feel me? The, the first single of the, uh, the the compilation was uh, "The Mob," and uh, Benny describes it as kind of you guys coming together after you signed to the label, and it was just like you just like talking shit on the song. Uh, can you guys talk about that, the creation of this song, and like kind of what you remember about that day? Uh, you know about the label being, you know, scientists label, and you know, just all this coming together for you. Of course, I'll never forget it. It was April. I forgot the exact date, but it was April 2020. We were sitting in Death Star Recording Studios. Um, Benny had the paperwork and the yellow envelopes, and uh, we had some Ace of Spade. We uh, we talked over a few things, some plans, and what we wanted to do. We signed the papers. We got it all on camera. And then uh, they was like, yo, uh, Benny was like, man, they want a single by next week. We need a song. They want to put something out immediately to celebrate the signing. So he's like, yo, Shay, play some joints. Shay started playing some beats. And like, I think the the mob beat was actually like the third beat he played. But he actually was you. He was actually going to get at the yeah, grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> they got a tape. They got a tape that he did with Graf before he passed. And uh, that beat, he said, nah, this beat for Graf. I'm like, nah, Shay, you got to play that back. He played it back. We and like I said, it got infectious, and we all just I seen everybody head moving. And then Benny was like, "Nah, this mm-hmm. is the one right here. Let's do it." Next thing you know, I I wrote my verse in like twenty minutes because we was just, the energy was crazy. We was all on the high. Everybody wrote their verses in like twenty thirty minutes. We got the song done in about an hour, hour and a half, and it was just man here and here we are, like one point five million views later. Yeah, the mob was classic. It was just a whole feel, and that was real like. That was real passion and heart in that song because that was before everything. And it was like, it was it was good, bad, and it was ugly because we had the pandemic, we signed in the deal, and we don't know when we're going to be able to move again. But it's like, come on, keep the work ethic. Ricky, on the track you spit, uh, Black Soprano Family with the leverage is impeccable. Uh, so the question for actually for both of you, but like, what, what are you noticing and what do you feel like, what's the advantage for you both as artists to be part of this, part of the BSF? And what kind of gives you that advantage that maybe a solo solo thing would not give you? I mean... Uh, that's a good question. Too. <laughs> I mean, like I said, like the Prano family with the leverage is impeccable, man. Like, like it's we could all we could all make our own individual impacts. I know we all capable of it. I know we all got the the the, the moxie. Everybody can hold their own. But when it's something about when we all come together, it's just undeniable. It's like you can't. It's it's like unmatched. It's like it's undefeated, man. It's like the seventy dolphins, man. It's just, <laughs> nice. There's nothing you can do with it. It's nothing you can do with it. So, like I said, Box Soprano family with the leverage is impeccable. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's definitely the way. That's the way. That's the way. You know, I would have to say, like, uh, like, uh, I mean, because we we already we already we already them boys. Like, I feel like we already the ones. Like, we already got the we got the high horse. Probably lyric, lyrically, like spitting and, and, and telling storytelling, and really like, really like spitting your lifeline. I feel like we do that the best. Like, and that's for me, all the way up to the top. You go to Butch, to West, to Conway. You know, to Brett, Rick High. Like, I feel like we all. I feel like we all tell the stories the best, and we 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 rap authentic, more authentic than anybody in the game do. I mean, I'm not taking no shots, but I feel like we do. So. I just feel like with that positioning and just, you know, like the, the push, 
Like, I don't feel like nobody could stop us. And an example, I think of a, a great track on the out on the, the compilation that kind of uh, in love with the streets, which um, it, it, the beat kind of reminds me of um, of Reflection Eternal's Four to Five Live. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because it's kind of it's like simple, but not obviously not simple because I can't make it, so I'm not gonna say it's simple. Uh, but you know, like, but it, what it does, it also what, it, what to your point, it, it highlights your voices, right? It makes your voice like that extra instrument that you know. You know I mean? uh, and I'm gonna be honest, that song that was that was all shit. That was all shit, man. Rest in peace to us, man. Again, man, but that was all us. Like he 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 actually yeah, Shay put that whole yeah. track together. That was all Shay. We was actually at Shay mom house when, when he made that beat. He was in the basement of his mom house. You know, Shay got the, his mom got the raw laid out basement with the bar. We were sitting down there smoking backwoods, talking. Shay spent that joint. We was bored. It was a cold. I want to say it was a winter night. Shay like, man, we gonna go to the studio here. Even though we had the whole setup right here, but you know, we wanted that real feel. I'm like, Shane, we can do it right here. He's like, no, we're gonna go really catch the vibe. I'm like, all right, all right, I hear you. Whatever, huh? He like, hold on, let me call Harrison. You know, that's our boy. We'll be in there sometime when we back home. We pull it up to the lab. Rick High might have pulled it up if he wasn't somewhere rolling around. I don't remember the day exactly. I smoked so much weed, man. But but he pulled up, you know, we all got to the lab, you know, we was catching the vibe, and then Shay like, yo, y'all gotta make a hook. I mean, I need this to be a whole song. Like, Shay was one of them type of producers and engineers all around the board. Man, he gonna give you that whole drive. So it's like, all right, Shay, I hear you, huh? Then, then, then I sat writing my verse. Then Jonesy came, and he like, hey, let's do the hook, something like this, back and forth. I mean, then we sat at the table, and we, I feel like we came up with a classic, at least in our neighborhood. You know Money's the reason we rebuild. I do away all my weed skills. I give you logical details. I still ride with no seatbelt. Government mad when we rebuild. They want us fragile and we still label us savages. We still thugging and blasting our meat mill. Nah, when I first heard the, uh, fell in love with the street story, that train was crazy. Uh, cause I think we went to Mammoth that night and recorded it. Exactly. on Buff. And uh, they recorded it. You know, we was just, we was just, it's one of those nights, like I said. It's the vibe. We got hella weed, Lenovo's pizza, wings, <laughs> hella drink. Jake got the NBA 2K in the other room. You know, we just doing our shit. This shit looked like Bad Boy 1997 or some shit in the studio. So, and then I heard it. They was doing their little joints, and then he played it out loud. I was like, oh, okay, y'all boys might got one with this. It's a nice little Buffalo Street anthem. And... And then once they dropped the video uh, a couple weeks ago, and the response it was getting, and the numbers how they was just fluctuating so rapidly, it, it, it just let me. It just it just reassured what I said. It's like yeah, y'all boys got y'all street anthem. Now I, I wanted Rick Hyde on that song because you know I don't, that was me and Jonesy's first time ever doing a song together. Yeah, yep, yep. I never, I never even had a song with Jonesy like that was Shay big deal too. He like oh, you, and, you and Jonesy got to get a song. I got to get a song. I'm like, all right, cool. I wanted Rick Hyde to get a verse on there. I know that. Inside a line, green pestle. I know my shit. You got a bag, heroin, and steps. Take it to the spot. See, that's where it get a test. And they gon' let them know you can't compare to the rest. My plug gave me more credit than American Express. Ah. Uh, you mentioned the track. It's over. And I think, you know, what's important to remember, what's important on the track is that you, you, you guys talk about how, you know, 2015 was the turning point. Uh, for, so for those who don't know, like what what happened? Like what was that turning point in 2015 that you guys are referencing? <laughs> Tell you, bro. <laughs> Man, 2015 was the year. No regrets, no fears. We was running through the dope. Man, it is what it is. Man, that's a true sentence. 
That's a true bar. You know what I'm saying? We was doing, you know what I mean? We was doing what we was doing. Everybody was shaking and moving. Everybody was getting to the back. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's just it's the life before the life, man. Right, right. You know what I mean, like, life before the life. You can read between the lines, you know. And I can't even lie. Even back then in 2015, we was using, we were shaking and moving, but we was using that as that was that was fueling our studio sessions. We, that was paying for our studio. That was paying for our music at that point. You feel what I'm saying? Not the music pay for us or pay for itself. I think. <laughs> but at that time, we was doing what we was doing so we could maintain the 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 work ethic that we got currently with the music. We was, we was buying posters and CDs with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we was, we was doing concerts and shows and locally we was, we was doing little, we was giving back to the community, buying turkeys and book bags for the kids. Um, City, City boy was doing merch. He had merch back then in 2015, he started making the merch. So it was like, it was, we was doing everything back then. Mm. <laughs> That was one of my questions. Going to be, what's the importance um, for you guys to kind of talk about your, your, you know, your quote unquote past life, right? Like, what is the for you, not just for you, but what do you think? What do you want your your fans and listeners to know about it? That you know, what do you what are you telling? Because obviously, you guys are not doing it in a way where you're glorifying it. Uh, you don't want to tell. You don't want to tell. You don't want to tell somebody that never heard you, that never heard of you, a lie. Right. Right. So it's not, I don't want to, first and foremost, we have to understand that uh, we're just now getting heard. No matter how long we've been doing music, or but but on a worldwide scale, we're just now getting heard. Yeah, so, so it's about the, the introduction. First, right, the first impression is everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, this dude coming off telling me his real past. Me too, though. Oh. <laughs> I got to tell you, bro, I'm going to keep it 100 because you know me. Guys, we hide. I, ain't gonna, I, ain't, I probably will never change my style. I'm going to keep it 100 because... Like I, I come, I like the, like the essence of this shit, like pop, Biggie, like you know, you know how like Big told you it's life, you know what I mean? I mean, from what I've seen of it, like 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 even the lots, like everybody, like who I really grew up, like let's X, DMX rapped about his life, you know, like talking about how he smoked crack, bro, and was drunk and couldn't, you know, outlaws, like think about songs like Slip and Falling, like that's one of my favorite songs ever. Yeah. So I just feel like I need to rap like that. I feel like I should rap like that forever, you know, like because I feel like it's forgotten. I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a part of the game that's that's missing. It's like with the game been missing, you know. Don't nobody really give you that. Everybody rap about Rolls Royce trucks and Petit Philippe's, Patrick Philippe, however you want to talk about them. I mean, uh, uh, Cuban links and diamonds and gold, you know, throwing a hundred thousand and you know, nobody rap about the struggle for real, for real no more. Being down at the bottom, you know what I mean? Nobody who. Who people the ones who don't got it, you know? So like that, and that's where we come from. You know what I mean? Just like Brett said, just five years ago, we didn't see none of this. It was just like, all right, you know, how how are we gonna do it next tomorrow, bro? It wasn't like, all right, we got an interview or we got to go do a show or we got to go to the studio. And studio was almost secondhand back then, you know. But it, but it, but we we made it first. We made it important because that's what we wanted. But it, it was almost it's a secondhand. You feel me? Right. I mean, so speaking of, so what? What is so you have this, you know, the compilations out, but so what is next for uh, for both of you in terms of, um, you know, any solo work going to happen or and, and kind of what? What do you want? Oh, I got place two next, man. Place two is about to shake up the globe, Tim. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna begin to lie to you, man. That's that man. That shit sounds amazing, man. I'm proud, man. 
And I'm a real big critic, not even just of myself, but of music, period. So, like, I'm I'm ecstatic about it, man, because I, I, I can't wait till the world get to hear this, man, because it's show, it's going to show my growth. It's going to separate me, you know what I mean, from the little – because they, cause they try to categorize us, man, you know what I mean? And they try to – and the fans, the fans do a lot of reaching, and they try to depict, you know I mean, who going to come out next or who going to – I. I now we based are, upon man. based upon their own biases or whatever, and they don't and they don't base it upon the skill level of who gonna come out next. So I feel like when I drop this joint over the production that I got, yeah, it's gonna be inevitable. I'm gonna be a, the inevitable favorite, Russell Wilson for me. <laughs> nah, but and you know me, man. I got I got a uh, I got this thing I'm working on uh, DJ Green Lantern. I'm calling it. Uh, nice. Long story short. You feel me? I'm gonna keep it all in line with the storytelling. You feel me? So, we ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere with that. I'm gonna call that long story short. It's probably gonna have about eleven or twelve songs. Probably all original music though, or you know, a few, few little mix-ups, but nothing really. It's gonna be all original music. It ain't gonna be really no mixtape, but it's gonna be a mixtape. I mean, an album before the album. That's dope. Uh, he's him and Rick Hyde, a part of the Black Soprano family. Yo, gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the library with Monica. I greatly appreciate it. So, thank you for having us, man. Definitely appreciate you, bro. I'm shooting everywhere the laser blink. Drums on a two, two, three. Shutting down the motor on the feet. So be careful riding down the streets. And nigga, bring your biggest gun when you think you're running down on me. I'm with some niggas that'll die for me. You gotta look me in the eyes when you tell me you gon' ride. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.